Dominion Fire 360 is on. Million here with you, M-I-L-L-I-A-N. Today, this episode of 360 is going to be a little out of the ordinary because I I need to rant a little bit. I need to get something off my chest. Here in Vegas, breaking story. I don't know now why this is in the news. Why it's a breaking story? Not 100% sure. But I guess any chance to make us Christians look bad? Let's do it, right? I I guess I can't stress to you enough the idea of optics. And it's a political term. It's a marketing term. It means whatever decision you make and how it's presented to the public, what are the optics of it going to look like? And how is it going to affect your brand? Well, whether you like it or not, Christians have a brand. A lot of people out there are ruining the brand. Thank you very much. But hey, this is uh, this is what we have to put up with. Now, I have a story right here for you. I have it all printed out, everything with notes on it, because I need to really get something off my chest here. Number one, Dateline, Las Vegas. The story reads, headline, Calvary Christian Learning Academy in Las Vegas abruptly closes. Now, before I go into the story, I just want to give you a full disclosure, because again, this whole message is about optics and transparency and being real with people, which if you follow anything I do, you'll notice that I'm very big on just being upfront with you. You know, I don't really like to lie because if I start lying about something, you know, it just snowballs into bigger things and it just becomes a big mess, right? Calvary Christian Academy is a school that's in this general vicinity. And in this general vicinity, it was a school that I had considered sending my son to a couple years ago when we were trying to find a school. Now, at the time, it was really expensive, kind of out of our price range. So we talked about maybe trying to pull it off. But at the end of the day, we decided not to go there. Now, in the couple years before that, I had attended that church for a couple months when I was actually looking for a church. I had left my previous one on kind of a bad term. I was looking for somewhere new, and I started getting in there. And, you know, overall, the people are fine. It's just, as I was there, it just turned into your average, everyday church with the same politics, the same people. They're in your church, too, probably. And eventually, I ended up leaving there because it was kind of the same thing. It just wasn't doing it for me. And, you know, I I just left with, I don't know, kind of a bad taste. But I want, again, full disclosure, I'm not doing this message to take like a revenge on this. I'm long over it. I don't care. It's not a problem. And this isn't like sort of kicking someone when they're down. Please don't take it that way because that's not how I mean this. And and I have no axe to grind with them. Like I said, it's over. It's history. And I, I really just don't care anymore. I stopped going to church in general, and this was in part one of the reasons why, so I'm just kind of over it, you know? Dateline Las Vegas. Calvary Christian Learning Academy in Las Vegas has abruptly closed down following an announcement in connection with a bankruptcy estate sale. In an email provided to News 3, now let me stop there for a second. This was one of our major news stations on TV. There was every single station picked up this story, radio stations picked up this story, Facebook picked up this story. I saw this all over the place, and I thought to myself, okay, we have some serious earth-shattering things going on in the world that we need to cover. Is this something that needs to be front and center going out to the entire Las Vegas Valley? I don't know. But you know how it is. Whenever there's an opportunity to kind of make Christians look like a bunch of bungling idiots, hey, let's take it. Let's do that, right? So, in an email provided to News 3, a bankruptcy trustee for the sale informed parents Monday night. Now, Monday night, as in it's Tuesday night, the the day I'm recording this, March 27th. This happened in the last 24 hours. It's, uh, behold, I was like, uh, formed to parents that the daycare and K through eight school would, quote, 
be permanently eliminated as of the close of business on March 26. Now, why is that date significant? Right now, all the schools in the area are on spring break. Yeah, imagine, and I'll get into this more in a sec, but imagine you are in so on spring break. Your kids are out of school when what you thunk, thought was your school anyway. You Maybe you're on traveling somewhere, you're on vacation, and you get an email that says, oh yeah, by the way, sorry, school closed. Have a nice day, everybody. Yeah, that's pretty much what happened. The school's Facebook page, which has since been removed from the platform, well, that's nice, confirmed that the email was true, directing parents and families to contact the trustee with any questions. Now, here's what here's was uh, the comment from Facebook. Now, even though it, it gets taken down, nothing you put on Facebook is ever fully gone. Quote, we regret that the decision made by our trustee, not us because we didn't file bankruptcy. I'm sorry. <laughs> Hold on, I'll get, I'll get to that in a second. I'm a little worked up about it in case you can't tell, right? Uh, we regret that the decision made by our trustee to officially close the daycare and academy was out of our control. Really? Well, what happened, and from what I'm hearing from people that are directly affected by this, is that back in June 2017, they went ahead and filed bankruptcy and, I don't know, didn't tell anyone? So when you say it's out of our control, weren't you the one that got the attorney to go file the bankruptcy for you? Isn't that technically your control? And the fact that maybe you didn't tell anyone, isn't that your control? I'm just saying. The administration and leadership was not given prior notice. Now, this is this is where it frosts my cookies. Now, listen, I am not going to be naive and tell you that churches and Christian schools and Christian businesses don't have financial troubles and go out of business. I get that. It's called life, okay? And you know what? I understand the trouble of running a ministry and running tr- I know what it's like, which is why I'm, I, I kind of mail it in half the time anyway, guys. But this is where it gets me. It says, our hearts break alongside yours, and we are praying for everyone affected by this. And I'm thinking to myself, okay, number one, Instead of praying for me, why don't you just be up front with me and tell me the truth first? And then how about once we all kind of know what's going on, we pray together. So instead of you doing this and kind of praying for me, there's better ways is all I'm saying. Now, the article continues. Parents were directed to contact the bankruptcy trustee. I'm going to rip into that. Just wait. Hold on. Parents were also told they could arrange to pick up any belongings left behind at the school. From what I read from a bunch of other stories, not this particular one, they took all the kids' stuff, shoved it in cardboard boxes, and just left it for them. That's nice, right? That, that's a good way to, to really support people that have been loyal to you and have given you money in the Christian community. Yes, very good. On Tuesday morning, now this is where it even gets better. On Tuesday morning, teachers went to the school to clean out their classrooms and parents went to the school to pick up their children's items. Now, with the teachers, I saw one teacher, and, and they had this on a video clip. It was one of the, the fancy, the, the, the beautiful female reporter with the nicely coiffed hair, and she's like kind of nodding very compassionately, and she's interviewing this poor teacher, and the teacher's crying that I didn't even get to say goodbye to the kids, and it's not even about the money, it's about the kids, and she's got a valid point. You know, the kids and the teachers, they go through this for a whole year together. They, they bond, you know, they connect. Kids need that. And they've taken that away on both ends, abruptly. Remember, again, out of their control, apparently. And uh, so they never got a chance to say goodbye to each other. It was just, all right, everybody, I guess till death do us part. And this soul project is dead. So I guess we part at this point. You know, I guess that's how this works, right? 
Teachers tell News 3 they did not get any official word from the school that they would be closing down. Hmm, I find a problem there. In fact, one teacher tells News 3 she didn't even get the email that the parents received on Monday. Parents tell News 3 that tuition runs about $800 per month, and the tuition was drafted from their bank account hours before receiving the notice that the school would be closing. Now parents are looking for other options for where to place their children. Now, I, there's so many things I need to unpack here. I don't want it to sound like I'm ripping in and attacking this particular church and group of people. I know who they are. They're, they're decent people, okay? But they're, the whole message today is, again, about optics. And this is the kind of stuff that drives me nuts. First thing you say, well, we, we, it's out of our control. It's the trustee. But, hey, we're praying for you, right? Well, at the same time, got to remember this. Let's say it's spring break. You take your family on a vacation that you probably can't afford anyway. You know, you're, you're in Disneyland eating a soft pretzel, riding on Space Mountain, taking pictures with Goofy. Next thing you know, your phone's blowing up and you get this email that says, oh yeah, by the way, when you come back to school, there's going to be no school here. Again, I see a problem there. I know for a fact I would be livid. I would have been over the moon going after someone. I, I, don't, I would have found someone to tear in. I'd probably have got on here on the podcast and probably gone after this even harder than I am now. I could not imagine that. And, and my wife and I were talking. We were actually considering at one point putting my son in this school. I was like, oh, well, how about that? In that story, in that last line I read to you, it says that tuition money was drafted from the bank accounts hours before receiving the notice. Now, as I read another separate story, it said that parents were invited to come to the school to get refunds. But notice that this story doesn't say that. Again, yes, there's money drawn. It looks like people are getting refunds, which is the right thing to do. But again, what's the optics of it? When you read the story, notice it doesn't say that. It says in here that they're just taking their money and the school's closing. Thessalonians, what does it say about not having the appearance of evil, the appearance of wrongdoing, the appearance of it? Whether you did the right thing or not, this is what gets reported, unfortunately. You got to understand, these, the, the media, the news, they're in no position to do Christians any favors. Which is, going back to the main point of this, is that this is why you always have to do things in such a squeaky clean ethical manner, whether you have a ministry, a church, any, a Christian business, anything. There are people waiting in every corner to pounce on you for stuff. There's a case in point, guys. Now, as we continue on, this is where it, it really gets me. And, and I, I think that it stems from being in a lot of churches, a lot of church leadership roles and dealing with the pastors and the meetings and the men's group and the men's breakfast. If you followed me for any period and watched my vlogs and when I talk about this, you know how this stuff drives me up the wall. You know I don't like this stuff because I hate the politics. I hate the game playing. I hate the, the, the manipulation. And it's there. You know it's there. there the, the church proper, now there was a church and then there's a school and it's all on one campus. Now the church proper, they put out a Facebook post and here's what it read. As many of you may know, our school has been shut down by the bankruptcy trustee. Let's pass the buck on that one. Again, who filed it initially without telling anyone? Just throwing that out there. Calvary Community Church will be meeting at another location yet to be determined. Hate to break this to you after this fiasco. I don't think a whole lot of people are going to be showing up at any location for you. Again, not good optics. Check back later this week for location details. Uh, no. This is the thing that gets me. The last line. God has huge plans for us. Ugh, you gotta be kidding me, right? 
I'm face palming. If you want to know why my voice changed, I'm doing a face palm. Whenever something like this happens, I, I don't want to say this was willfully done because, listen, I understand falling on hard times. I've had to file bankruptcy in my life. It sucks. Okay. I'm not going to lie to you. It's miserable. Not exactly the proudest moment of your life. And I get that. But there's this whole thing. God has huge plans for us. And, and this is not just specific to this church. This is, I've seen it in all over the place. I've seen it with ministries. Did you ever see you like in church when somebody gets busted doing something and they're asked to leave and you're like, hey, where you been, man? Like, well, you know, God just called us elsewhere. No, dude, God did not call you elsewhere. You got busted and you were asked to leave. Just tell me the truth, man. Don't sugarcoat it for me. So God has huge plans for us. The problem with this is, it, it, to me, it's like that manipulating of trust. It's like, you know, you, you put your faith in us, you put your trust in us, you come here for your spiritual feeding every week, and uh, yeah, we went ahead and did this, and we kind of, I don't know, we didn't really run this operation well, but don't worry, it's all God. It's not us, it wasn't our decision. It's the Christian cliche that, well, we're going to put God's name on it. We'll deflect away. It wasn't us. It was God. He has plans for us. It's all better now. Everybody's in disarray. Everybody's wondering where their kids are going to be going to school after spring break. There's only seven weeks left. I mean, do you know how hard that is on a kid to put them in a brand new school, new everything, integrate them in just to have them leave? Oh my goodness, man. I, I, again, I would just homeschool my kid for the rest of the time. I would just call it a day and be like, you know what? I'm out of here. We'll figure something out later. But you know, it, it's almost like the Christian eraser. We're going to do all these goofy things, but hey, God has a plan for us. So that makes it all right. Stop doing that, guys. Please. If you do something wrong, just own that stuff, man. You know, I, people say, you know, Million, I knew you before you were a Christian. And I remember when you did this. As, yeah, man, I did it. I make no excuses for my actions. Okay. I've, I've done something to rectify the situation. It's, it's this guy called Jesus. Okay. This is what I've done for that. But I, I don't mean to continually dump on this church, but here's the thing, is that I, I've had personal interactions with the, the pastor and his family and people in the, in the leads in the service. I've been to this church. I, was, I performed with our worship team once. I was going to put my son there. I know people that have their kids going here. So this directly affects me via other people that you know I know and care about, right? This is part and parcel of everything that I see wrong. This, this is like a little case study. And the whole reason I'm doing this episode is just to, just to point out a couple things. And, and I would hope that by looking at the, the ash heap and fiery dumpster fire destruction, what's left over in this, that we can maybe take some positives out of it for, for the future going forward. What bothers me about this is, and, and my wife was like, she, my, my wife, she's so awesome because she's like my Jiminy Cricket. You know what I mean? My wife, Lynn, I call her Lynnity Cricket because she's like my conscience. When I'm ready to just go out with guns blazing, she's like, well, make sure you don't come across as angry and attacking. Okay, guys, I just <laughs> disclaimer for the show 15 minutes into it. I promise you, this isn't meant to be angry and going out attacking them. This is, again, my, my general frustration with the Christian experience. Please understand where I'm coming from, right? I would think that we would hold each other as a Christian family or a community or a church in a little higher standard than we would for everyone else. That, that, I think that's what it is. I mean, at least tell the families that you were having financial problems because yet would people have pulled out? Yeah, guess what? If that was the case, it would have ended up the same way and you would have at least like given people some warning. But you'd be surprised because people would 
probably have said something, well, what can I do to help? Can we do a fundraiser? Can we donate some money? Churches ask for rise and builds all the time. You know, and I don't know if they did or they didn't, but if they went ahead and did this bankruptcy thing and didn't tell anybody, which is apparently something that I'm reading has happened, um, not the way to handle it, man. And you, and you figure it like this. You got all these families now displaced. You got people who are on spring break. Now that's ruined, by the way, because now parents are scrambling trying to figure out where to put their kids. You got a bunch of teachers who are suddenly unemployed. I mean, that's no fun, right? You have a ch children. And you remember, children is where everybody goes after, okay? Because now they see that there's this huge community of people that, you know, where their, 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 uh, their community, their teachers, their pastors... Now they let them down. Now, kids don't fully process quite what's going on, especially the young ones. But all they know is, hey, that was here. Now it's not. Something's wrong. OK, kids pick up on this stuff, man. And this is going forward as they grow up. This is the stuff that leaves impressions on them. I also look at, you know, parents now that have to figure this out. At one, maybe once uh, like spring break ends, there's like single parents that have to work that can't necessarily take off to try to figure out where to place their kid or they're going to have to enroll them in public schools, which here are a big mess. I won't get into that right now. But look at all the people and families displaced by people that should technically be your community, your family. The ones that should be looking out for you are the ones that just drop this bomb on your life. And I'm thinking to myself, okay, again, I understand. Again, things fail. Things go wrong. Ah, believe me. I know I've been there. I've done it. But the thing is, what are the optics of this? What is the public opinion of this? You see, like I said, all over news outlets, all over every news channel's picking this up and they're doing in their little concerned voice. Calvary Christian Community today has officially closed. Families are displaced all over the valley. And it's like, you know, for the people who hate us as Christians, how much ammunition does this give them to come after us, call us names, you know, talking about how, oh, look, they betray each other. Oh, look, it's all about the money. They took their money and didn't give it back to them. You know, how, how poorly we treat each other. Did you ever notice that, like, the, the best way I've heard it explained to me is, like, Christians are, like, the only army that shoots its own wounded. I mean, we are really, like, pioneers of friendly fire, aren't we? And I'll be very blunt with you. There's a lot of like Christians and churches and pastors and leaders I don't necessarily like. And, and you know what? And I'll tangle with you and we can get into it all you want. But when the chips are down, I have your back first. If it's, if it's a matter between us, we can just duke it out amongst ourselves. But as soon as like someone that's like come, is coming to attack us or coming after our faith, we're on the same team. And then we'll sort out this mess later. You know, the enemy of my enemy is my friend. We'll, we'll fight together and then we'll sort our, our differences out later. That, that's how I approach it. Again, a lot of people I don't like and don't really agree with, but I'll stand and fight with you if that's what's needed. And I just don't like how this was handled, you know? I mean, give the families a chance. If you were worried about people pulling out and stopping payment, then guess what? It would have ended up in bankruptcy either way. At least there would have been a better optic situation here, right? You wonder why they're, oh, we have people leaving our church. Why don't people want to come to our church? Why don't people trust us? Because not that you're doing anything wrong, but stuff like this is what gets the airtime. This is what gets the ink in the press. This is what people are seeing. I'm sure this church has done amazing things for this community. I've seen some of the stuff they've done. You think that made the news? No. It's the stuff they did wrong that gets amplified. And, and you know what? Does everyone make mistakes? Yeah, but guess what? There's people specifically hunting, looking for us making mistakes so they can make a spectacle of us.
Have you, you know, the enemy walks around looking for something to devour? <laughs> there you go. Bingo has been called, ladies and gentlemen. Clear your cards. People see this on the news and they read about this and they see about the money being taken out and may or may not be refunded, you know, again. And then you wonder why the world thinks we're a bunch of self-centered jerks. Whether it's, I'm not saying it's true, but this is how it gets portrayed. And I understand the concept too. And, and people say, Million, why, why are you going after this? Why are you ta-? Look, you, you know, I know the thing about how the Bible talks about settling your quarrels with each other, how you go directly to the person, you take a friend and you bring him in front of the, you know, the whole deal, right? Well, apparently everybody went in hiding. They're shutting down Facebooks. I went to their webpage. Webpage is gone. You know, everybody's hiding. And, and, and they said, well, why are you taking this whole thing public? It's already public. I had nothing to do with it. The news, start, news articles, news stations, everybody, they're already putting it out there, not me. Don't blame me for that. It's already out there. I'm just, uh, I'm just trying to demonstrate a point to you. I'm just trying to show you. I have pages full of notes here of stuff I could just rip into, but I'm not going to. Again, I'm, I'm not coming at this from an angry angle. I'm coming at this from a frustrated angle. So it's already been public, right? Now, the Christian optics, Emilium, why does this matter to you? You don't go there. It's not really your thing. Again, back to the whole optics thing. What it is, it's a, a situation that creates optics for what Christians in Las Vegas are like. And you got to remember, Las Vegas is where I live. This is my mission field. And when I have to go out and minister to people, this is the kind of thing that sets other people's opinions about me when I had nothing to do with it. This is the problem. And, and I guess the moral to this whole story is, if you're sitting here listening, wondering what this whole rant I'm going on is about, is as, as a body, as Christians and as believers, can we stop giving the enemy and the world ammunition to use against us? I mean, we already have our hands full with trying to win this thing. We're already fighting for our lives in half the cases. We got people persecuting us. We're shadow banned on social media. They're attacking everything that we're trying to do. It's like, do we have to, like, blow up bombs at ourselves, too? I mean, do we have to help the enemy out that much? And it's and, and sometimes I look at this. I says, with Christians, like some of these Christians out there in the world, with some of the Christians we have in the world, who the hell needs the enemy? We, we got our own troubles to worry about before this guy gets involved, you know? So the, the overall moral of the story and my big you know, 24-minute rant, 23-minute rant I'm, I'm going on here is, is a couple things. Now, I just want you to understand, I am not telling you how great and perfect I am. Guys, if you know, if any of my, my team out there that are listening to this, you guys know I run, I'm the most half-assed minister that runs, I run this thing like so... I don't even know what I do here half the time. I'm an idiot with a microphone, guys. I don't even know. I mail it in half the time. I'm like, oh, I don't feel like praying for this guy today. You know, I'm terrible. But the thing is, I at least admit it to you. I'll at least tell you up front. You know, when it comes to like this whole thing, I am not a corporation. People say, well, Million, do you have a church? No, I do not. Do you have like a corporation, a 501? No, I do not. I self-fund this whole thing. Some people give in money, which I appreciate. Thank you so much. You know, we we take enough just to cover expenses. Everything else, I usually send the guys in Pakistan, you know, um, for Bibles, to buy Bibles. So make sure you understand that. That's what we do. I, I really have nothing to hide from you. This What you see here is what you get. The same way you hear me here on the air and talking to people is the same way I am in person. I, I really have nothing to hide to you. It's like, Million, what are you doing? I'm just, I'm trying to put out good content. I'm trying to like, when people look at what we do to say, you know, he actually does that really well. It's high quality stuff. 
I'm trying to do positive PR from the kingdom. And again, if you've been following from the beginning, that was our whole thing. God's PR kingdom team is what my initial idea was. Just put God's goodness on display. Make sure it always looks good. Make sure there's no impropriety or appearance of anything. And just keep everything nice and clean and honest and upfront. And then this way, a bunch of things happen. People don't get this negative opinion of us. Maybe actually start thinking, eh, these guys aren't so bad. I'm sitting here telling you, you know, how, what, what a mess I am with some of this stuff. And it's like, oh, he doesn't think he's better than us. No, I don't. My part in this whole thing is I'm at least trying to put something out there that's real and authentic without giving you the, the, the show and the business. And this doesn't make me great and all that. Don't take it that way. What I'm telling you is, is that if you run a ministry, if you're a pastor, if you have a church, I'm begging you, please don't ruin the brand by making silly decisions like this. We all make mistakes. We all foul up. We all do things wrong. I get it. Okay. I'm, I'm part of it. I get it. But you got to understand that the enemy is walking around looking for stuff to, to just run with it. And you don't think he manipulates the media and manipulates these stories and make sure that the right people get to see it at the right time. You don't think that happens? Guys, this is a this is a war. This is propaganda in the spiritual war, guys, whether you believe it or not. I'm sorry if <laughs> this I know I'm rambling, but you got to understand that how how much this frustrates me. And and I get I don't know what what specifically triggered me about this story. I guess like I said cuz maybe I just know the people and I know the location and had some interactions with them in the past, but we have got to do better than this, guys. Myself included. And you know, again, I'm I'm no different in all this. We've got to do it better. We, we've really got to start controlling the, the message better. We've got to start controlling the brand better. And we've really got to start kicking up the standards even higher for everything we do and everything we stand for. And I hope that, again, this message was re received in the intent with which it was given. It was my intention just to point out certain things that, you know, it's almost like dissecting what went wrong and how it could have been handled better. And so I'm sorry if at your Anybody listening to this is from Calvary or has been part of it. I'm sorry for what you're going through, but things need to be done better. And, and we and we need to keep the whole kingdom's about progression, right? We need to keep progressing better and better, higher and higher. And this is not the direction we need to go with this stuff. All right, guys, I've had enough. Got it off my chest. Thanks for hanging with me. Thank you for listening. Make sure you subscribe to the podcast at soundcloud.com forward slash Dominion Fire and make sure it's on iTunes as well. And make sure you check out our website, dominionfire.com. Leave me a comment if you have anything to say about this. And uh, again, let, let, let's all support and back each other up in trying to do things just a little bit better. we got to start getting each other's back more. And I've been guilty of it in the past, and I'm really trying to stop. I, I promise you I am. And we, you know, it's got to start somewhere. So I hope this has given you something to work with. All right, guys. Million, signing out. See you soon. Boom, goes Yeshua.